Hello. What? <laughs> not what I was expecting as an answer. Why? Well, when I say hello, and you're the one phoning mm. me, I wasn't expecting a what. All right, okay. Right, uh, where the f*** are we? Here we are, okay. All right, I haven't got much to talk about this week. Are you sure? Yeah, there's a lot of fucking things to talk about, actually. What? Have you put anything down in this running order? We've got Ooh. the uh, Gavin. Oh, yeah, I suppose Gavin we have We've got yeah. the one and two P saved. We've got uh, Chewbacca's died. <coughs> one and two P saved, did you say? One? Yeah, they saved the one and two P for years to come. Where did I do? I missed that story. Yeah. So, yeah, the one and two P coin has been saved again. Uh, Hang on. Are you that, uh, oh, yeah, I've got a few here. Uh, what the f for? Well, just charity. I mean, they. What people just collect that they put them at home, like most will probably. Oh, it's ridiculous. Never mind. The, the, the brass gets dirty, it's filthy. One and two P coins amount to f all. What is the point of having them? You're supposed to look after your pennies, and the pounds will sort themselves out, apparently. Well, <clears throat> I mean, why don't we just leave it at the silver, 10 pence and upwards? Yeah, I'd, I'd go with that. Actually, no, 50p and upwards. Well, 50p and upwards. I mean, and why doesn't somebody do something about the petrol stations who sell, what's it, for one ninety nine? Because how can you have one ninety nine? It doesn't work out. Yeah, petrol stations should have the big uh, casino-style buttons, £5, £10, £15, £20. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Stupid, isn't it? The world's gone fucking mad. Actually, I uh, right. Let's start this because um, um, well, I haven't finished the running order yet. We got we got Julian Sausage. He's he's in jail now, isn't he? I know what you're doing. What? You're trying to get me to do so, and then pretend we haven't started, and then you think we've started. I'm not fucking doing that. Cut, 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 cut. And then we've got the asteroid that's going to kill us, possibly. You won't be able to get me going, fucking motherfucking Because, <laughs> you know, you just won't be able to put that in, motherfucker. Yeah, what's this week's code word to start the show, then? <laughs> Hang on. When I just ring through to the studio, you have to do all sorts of checks. So how come we're on now? You haven't done the, have you got the right microphone selected? Have you got this selected? Have you got that selected? If you do this, you're doing that. I pre-did all that. Are you in the kitchen? No, I, I've, um, because, you know, I'm a, a great follower of, um, of, of Green Matters, I have uh, got myself in a water thing, um, a, a, a water, uh, what is it called? Anyway, it filters the water from the tap. So I've got my own water. I bought a couple of metal uh, water bottles, and I fill them both up, and one I take to work with me, one I have at home, and I fill them up alternately. And I don't buy water in plastic bottles anymore. Well, you, sir, are a star. You still need to have lessons on that. What? Well, hang on. Can you see that? Me dancing around the fire in a loincloth. <laughs> well, that was very Native American, wasn't it? It was, yeah. See, I've been learning. All right, girls. 
Yeah. Right. Okay. So listen, let's uh, start this properly. <clears throat> Forget the one and two P coins. Who gives a flying f Oh, dear. I mean, the main story here. Should we do? Are we going to start? Can I just play the jingle then? Play the jingle. Let's start it and do a proper podcast radio show thing, whatever it is. What do we call it? A podcast. As far as I'm concerned, I'm just sort of on the radio as usual. It's a, it's a rant cast. I don't like that term. Somebody had the audacity to so say, you're a shock jock. I said, what the hell are you talking about, you rather thick, insignificant excuse for a human being? Have we started yet? Well, I'm waiting for the theme. Well, I'm... Your jingly thing or whatever. <laughs> you're not going to hear it because <clears throat> I put that in afterwards. I'm saying, why not? Because I put it in afterwards. Oh, right. Okay. Well, just count me in and I'll start. What, do you want me to sing it for you? Yeah, go on. Okay. The Dave's World Radio Show. I'm not going to do this if you just f*** around like that. That is just ridiculous. I mean, that is probably the most stupid thing I have heard coming out of your mouth for some considerable time. Let's face it, there's a lot of shit that comes out of your mouth, and that is probably the worst. Oh, God. Oh, you know, I don't ask for much in life, do I? Just a little professionalism uh, from the people that I work with. I mean, that isn't much to ask, is it? Is that really much to ask? A bit of professionalism? Is that really much to ask? Just a tiny bit of professionalism. Eh? How much is that to ask, really? A little bit of professionalism when we're doing the programme... I don't think that is too much to ask. You're waffling now. I'm not waffling. You're saying the same thing over and over again. I don't think too much professionalism is too much to ask. Do you? <laughs> you get that Monday to Thursday. This is Friday. She's is day it? off. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know for a fact, and I'm just looking through my Twitter feed at them. By the way, did you see what I put out on uh, Instagram, James World Radio? Uh, you and Chris Evans. Now, everybody says that's Chris Evans. Well, it can't be because you and Chris Evans are the same person. <laughs> Don't be such a dickhead. I'm far better looking than he is. You did the same show, didn't you? Which show? Well, you did, you did the James Well radio show and then you changed it to TFI Friday when you had enough. Oh, well, that's the point. Um, but that happens to be a friend of mine who just looks the spitting image of Chris Evans, doesn't it? It does. The te <laughs> it's the teeth that uh, are not there. The what? The teeth are not there. He's got teeth. Oh, I, I'm I believe. Sure he, I don't know, but that's a f***ing bad photograph. Actually, the light's bad in that, isn't it? Because we both look a bit... Well, it is Chris Evans, actually. But he brushed his hair. And changed the colour of it. Well, yeah, he, you know, because he's getting on a bit now. He dyes it. Okay. He should have dyed it when he was younger. Mm, you're probably right. Okay, listen, I was just looking through the Twitter thing because you put out the original uh, live version of the, the theme to the radio show, didn't you? Uh, one of the jingles, yes. Yeah, I was going to play it on the, but I can't find it. Well, I'll put it in. 
Right, okay, so just uh, let's go three, two, one. Uh, right, I had, oh, hang on, some teeth and smiles, got to, got to try and sound enthusiastic. Uh, right, hello, welcome to the James Whale Podcast Radio, what's it? And uh, here we are, Rob is the producer, and we're here for the next 150 hours uh, to keep you entertained, informed, and otherwise uh, give you something to do. Oh, I didn't like that. Can what? we write a new script? Um, hang on a sec. Oh, that's better. Give it to me. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Uh, right, let's do it this way. Defence Secretary Gavin Williamson, sacked over the Huawei leak, has said that he is innocent. He's sworn on his children's lives that he is innocent. Yet another cock-up for Theresa May's government. If a leak from the Security Council uh, meeting has been affected by one of the members there, then surely it is a job for the police to investigate. Yet the Prime Minister has said no. There should be no further action than sacking the minister that they believe is responsible for the leak. Gavin Williamson has denied all knowledge. Well, you've not written anything else. What am I supposed to do now? Ad lib on a very important and, and serious situation like... The defence secretary, who looks like a head prefect of a public school and not really a defence secretary, has got himself into uh, a real twist over having been sacked. Some people should never said he should never have been in the in the first place. And actually, I feel sorry for the poor guy because uh, swearing on one's children's life is not something you do lightly, is it? So uh, there needs to be an investigation. In fact, he himself has said he would like to see. Uh, the police investigated. He says, I did not do the leak. Um, and therefore, Theresa May has no business saying that's the end of it. It isn't up to her. It's not what he leaked, by the way. It is the fact, or allegedly leaked, it is the fact that somebody has leaked something. And if people cannot be trusted at high-level security meetings like that, then they need to be made an example of. It's simple. And the Prime Minister has absolutely no business saying, oh, no, I think that's the end of it. That's ridiculous. Absolutely f***ing ridiculous. We could save a lot of uh, time and expense in court cases if most people just get up and swear on their children's lives. Well, yeah, I suppose we could, but somebody who's held high position in public office like that and if they if they can be found to have been lying about that, they're going to be in big shit, man. Big shit. I didn't write that bit in. No, I had lived that. Uh, so I, I think it's about time we had a police investigation because, I mean, nobody in this country is very happy with our politicians on both sides. Interesting in the local elections, by the way. I'm sure everybody's digested that. The Liberal Democrats, who are the only uh, party that was standing, I know we've got, the other couple of defecting parties and then Nigel's new Brexit party and everything else, but they weren't really taking part in the local elections. Uh, Labour and Conservatives, everybody thought Labour was going to really romp home and steal loads of... They've done appallingly, appallingly. And Labour people are now saying, we could never win an election with Jeremy Corbyn as the uh, leader. And I think they're right, because, you know, let's face it, Jeremy Corbyn's idea of utopia is Venezuela. Is that where it is? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you want to go to Venezuela, you'll be my guest, but I'm not coming. 
The economic, economic uh, gloom and doom of Venezuela is interesting. It has as much, if not more, oil than Saudi Arabia, yet the people of the country are starving. The mismanagement is legend, and and still people like Jeremy Corbyn say, "Well, you know, it, 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 this is uh, this is a socialist uh, country. We should look to fuck off, you twat." I don't think you should have written that bit, to be honest. I'm quite appalling, but anyway. Um, so uh, I, I think it's quite interesting. The Liberal Democrats have gone back to the same strength that they were way back in 2004, and I'm beginning to realise that people have listened to me and know that leaving the European Union, now don't get me wrong, the European Union needs a huge overhaul. It is too unwieldy, it is becoming too bureaucratic, and that means it'll become less democratic. But we have done really well being involved with the European Union over the past 40-odd years, and if you don't remember that, particularly if you're an old twat, then you should be ashamed of yourselves. Now, I'm an old twat, okay? And I'm getting more and more annoyed about old people and their continual and utter moaning about, oh, it was much better when we was young. It wasn't. It was shit. Look, you've forgotten the three-day week. You've forgotten the fact that in the 50s, everything was dull and fairly grey and TV was in black and white. You've forgotten we never had mobile phones, tablets, computers or anything else. You've forgotten that cars were... It, Compared with how much we earned, really expensive televisions, you had, you know, only the very wealthiest had televisions. Now people complain and moan and say they're on the poverty line if they haven't got a dishwasher. So, to be honest, it wasn't as good. Stop moaning about it. Being in the European Union has been very good. The problem is there is no great character like Nigel um, to uh, champion the cause of the Remain. There's no great character that's doing it, which is a shame. And no, I'm not interested because I can't see really, I, you know, I'd have to be talking about the same thing all the time and I couldn't then move on to talk about um, uh, other bits and bobs. We lost the Marathon chocolate bar, though. What? I missed the Marathon chocolate bar. Oh, for fuck's sake, don't be such a twat. You're making me swear a lot today and I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to, to stop swearing. We could get a jar, we could make loads of money. You know, I have to be very careful. If you if you swear, not on air, obviously, but if you swear uh, or, or tell people you don't like them at the BBC, they get really shitty and complain. If I told a producer or somebody they didn't know what the f*** they were doing, they'd get, oh, I'm going to HR. That's how wet the BBC has become. So I shouldn't get a job there then? No, I wouldn't, uh, because I, I think the BBC is probably on its way out anyway. You can't allow a comp a, a, an organisation that sort of uh, threatens people if they don't pay for their licence, that's making billions of pounds out of the fact that we have to give them money anyway. How can this be allowed to carry on? So we can have Strictly Come Dancing. <clears throat> Strictly Come Dancing is the most commercial television programme going. It should be on a commercial television programme, not on the BBC. The BBC was set up before the, an advertising industry was with us for some reason, because uh, advertising was going long before the BBC in America and other countries, why we didn't... You know, advertising has always been a dirty word in this country, but without adverts, you wouldn't know what the f*** there was out there, would you? That is true, yes. Yeah. So uh, this whole idea that if I don't pay a TV licence, I get some snotty-nosed, spotty-faced youth knocking on my door 
asking to come in and see if I've got a TV, and I have to tell him to piss off. Uh, and if he wants to come into my house, come back with a copper and a warrant. It could ruin your day. It would upset you, yeah. No, not that I would watch a television without a license. That would be breaking the law, and I wouldn't do it. No, and if you did, you'd do it in secret. Mm. And at this moment, I do have a television license, but it is going to be the last one that I'm going to purchase. You'll have to cancel your direct debit. I've done it. Oh. But I'm not going to watch television illegally. I'll watch it on the way you told me I could watch it without being illegal. Oh, yeah, the binoculars on your next-door neighbour. Yeah. Yeah. Or that on, not on demand, what's the other thing? Um, Catch-up. Is that, that's not illegal, is it? Uh, yes. Oh, well, you said there was something I could do. Yeah, you could wait for it to come out on DVD. As long as the aerial isn't plugged in, I'm fine, aren't I? Yeah, that's probably right, yeah. Yeah, well, there we are. Justify to me why we should pay 100-odd quid, what is it, 170 quid, I can't remember, uh, for a TV licence before we're allowed to use a television. So why, why, and then the, the BBC, this huge conglomerate, go out and make money and also pay some of the most appalling people I've ever met enormous amounts of money that they can't justify and they could never get in the commercial world of. I don't want to talk about them anymore. They piss me off. What would you like to talk about? I don't know. Um, and I don't want any more of that, oh, you're doing, you've been doing some work for the BBC. Well, listen, I'm a, I'm a freelance broadcaster. If uh, they offer, while they're in existence, I'll work for anybody. It's like getting your money back, isn't it, really? Well, yeah, I think I've already made enough money out of the BBC for about six or seven years' worth of TV licences. Actually, that's not much money, is it? No, you would think every member of staff that works for the BBC would get a licence for free, wouldn't you, really? I thought they did. I don't think they do. Well, they do, because they get paid, so therefore they've got the money back that way. No, because then if they get paid below the minimum wage, they're <laughs> working illegally. Well, they're, not, they're paid very well on the BBC. Well, why can't I get a job there, then? Well, because you're not a thick, stupid idiot. Well, actually, I take that back. I thought for a minute you were being nice, then. No, 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 no. Don't be ridiculous. I'm not going to do that. Change the habit of a lifetime. <laughs> no. Oh, listen, I'll tell you what I did want. Did you see that story where the pensioner who uh, stabbed the burglar protecting his wife... Uh, is not going to be charged. Well done. Thank goodness some sense in this country has prevailed. Did you see that story? I did, but hasn't he had to move out of his house? The coroner has said that it was a lawful killing. Oh, yeah. Well, it definitely was. There was no question yeah. about it. And, and, you know, and if he has had to move out of his house, then people who've been, uh, I thought they'd all gone away and realised that, you know, if you, if you break into somebody's house and you get stabbed or shot or hit over there with something hard, that's your lookout. You shouldn't have been in there. What do you expect? You break into somebody's house and try and steal our stuff. The, if we don't get the chance of stopping you, we're not going to do it. And by the way, are we going to say, well, better now, how am I going to do it without hurting the bloke? Because I tell you, if I found somebody in my house, I wouldn't be matching up to them and looking for a fight, a fair fight. I'd be hoping to sneak up behind them and hit them so hard on the head with something hard, they're not going to get up and be able to hurt me or anybody in the house. I think that's the, uh, the natural approach, isn't it, really? Yeah. And, you know, that poor farmer who got done because he shot the burglar as he was running away. Yeah. But you would, wouldn't you? You're going to be so flipping angry that somebody's been in your space, and if you've got the wherewithal to try and deter them, you're going to. Yeah, I think uh, he should have shot in the air first and gave him a warning, maybe. 
I'm sorry, but that's for John Wayne in movies. If you've ever been in that situation, in a, in a conflict situation, you don't think logically. True. Okay, yeah. it's fight or flight or flight or fight. One of those two, yeah. Well, you know, and you weigh up the situation very care, very quickly and you don't think about the consequences. Legs first. Uh, it depends. If you know you can get something in without any danger to yourself, you probably would. Don't go where you are not permitted to go. Don't go into somebody else's space and take their stuff. I saw, uh, <laughs> I saw a poster somewhere, I don't know where it was, and I shouldn't laugh, saying, the only good burglar is a dead burglar. Not really sure we should be promoting that, but if you're a burglar, if you go and rob off people, then you're scum. I'd rather have a night out with dog shit than you. We are talking about the burglar. Well, yeah, obviously. Why? I just thought you'd finish this year, your, your story and you were having a go oh, at me no. again. No, 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 no. That was a really disgusting analogy, wasn't it? I don't know why that came into my mind. <laughs> I've been burgled a couple of times. It's not nice at all. I've been burgled a couple of times, and one time we had to move. Melinda would not stay in the same house. Uh, and the and the, the burglar, the scum, had come in from a different part of the country, and they'd uh, targeted a lot of houses in the same area. And the police caught one of them, and they stood there. They didn't say a word. In the end, they had to let them go. Or they fess up to thousands of other burglaries. Yeah, and then they get a real slap on the hand, don't do it again. Burglary is as bad as any other, worse than some. It is a rape on your life and even if they break into your home and they don't really take anything uh they've been there and it, it is it is it's uh you know it, it's they forced themselves on your life it is disgusting i mean anybody who robs and if i if i knew anybody who robbed i'd be i'd be i can't tell you i hopefully don't know anybody who does they're stupid, though, most of them. I mean, I had a, a car once, smashed window, and they stole a, a pair of trainers that I bought from one of those pound stores, like £2, because that day I had to go and play squash with somebody, and I mm. didn't have any. So I went and bought a pair of cheap, nasty trainers, and I put them in the back seat of my car, and I went and did something, and I came back, and they smashed the window to get the cheapest, nastiest pair of trainers. Mm. And that was like yeah. 50 yeah. quid I had to pay to get a new window. Yeah. And, you know, they, if they got caught for that, they would get a caution. But they've, they've cost you money. And, and, and a burglar will always say, well, they're insured. Do you know what I do now? I leave my car unlocked. My dad always did that. My dad always left his car. And I used to say to him, why are you doing that? He said, well, I'd rather they just took anything they want out of there and left the car alone. Exactly. They try the locks. A door opens. They nick you, I don't know, three pounds worth of loose change in the little pot in next year gear stick yeah and then they leave and shut the door <laughs> you're not going to get someone you're going to go in and yeah. pick out your loose change and they think you know what? i'm going to just take a shit on his driver's seat just for a laugh they don't they robbers just are thick aren't they well, well criminals are thick basically i mean did you see uh, that film uh the michael came one of the uh the heist the uh um what's it the the um, king of thieves king of thieves all right that's it yeah it's a good movie and they portray them as the cunts that they are. So don't get any idea that, you know, oh, he's, uh, he's done the uh, robbery. They're bastards. They're nasty, horrible scumbags. To each other as well as the uh, people they're robbing Oh, yeah, from. yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, just nasty, horrible people. So anyway, uh, I'm, I wasn't going to talk about that. It just came into my mind. But uh, well done. Glad the bloke got off. And if you're a relative of the chap who got killed, uh, I'm sorry. I don't know how it feels to lose somebody. But listen, don't go into somebody's home where you're not wanted. It's easy. Then you won't get killed or hurt, will you? Well, certainly don't go in armed with a screwdriver. Yeah, exactly. Don't go in arm. Don't go in. Never mind. Don't go. Don't go in. For goodness' sake, when are people going to learn? Anyway, let's talk about something that really is important. Uh huh. Julian Assange has got fifty weeks in prison. Yes, good. And then when he's done his probably half that, can we kick him out of the country? Because I find him the most boring, annoying pillock ever. What's going to happen to his cat? Is he going to go in with him? No, his cat will be rescued by somebody who looks after, and there were rumours that he wasn't treating it very well either. Uh, whether that's true or not, I don't know, but hopefully somebody is, is looking after the cat. Interesting story from cats, by the way, uh, that they have uh, been accused of, of being one of the reasons behind a lot of birds being killed, garden birds uh, being killed, which has always been thought. It's nothing new. Uh, but it's time that, that people who kept cats actually had to be responsible for them. And I couldn't keep a pet that was just wandering the streets. I would, if my dogs got out, and people are, well, dogs are not as clever as cats. They are. Of course they are. They're probably cleverer and they like us more. Cats treat people with disdain. Um, but they're a domestic animal. The cat is not a wild animal. If I hear another idiot say, oh, but they're wild and they're just following... No, they're not wild. You feed them. They don't need to go out and hunt food. They do it for fun. Uh, that's like saying everybody who keeps a cat and lets it roam around is a fan of fox hunting or any other sort of sport where you kill animals for fun because that's what cats do. Not their fault. That's in their DNA in the same way that, uh, you know, things are in our DNA, which we try to control. Uh, and if you don't actually uh, tell a cat that that's wrong and stop it from doing it, uh, then it'll carry on. Plus, of course, the cats go into other people's gardens. I had one in here the other day. I don't want to kill a cat. I don't want to, you know, shoot at it, as some people do. I don't want to poison it. I don't want to do anything like that. I, I just want people to take responsibility for their pets. And I'm sorry if it upsets you, but a cat needs to be kept in the house or a garden needs to be made cat-proof. I don't know how you do it, but, you know, I'm sure there's a way. And uh, and you take the cat out on a harness. This happens often in other countries. Uh, New York, lots of people have cats and they take them out on harnesses. You go to New York, you see them walking down the street with a cat. Uh, and it's quite funny because we're not used to it. And people say, well, you can't do it. They won't. Of course they will. It's what you train. Much, much more difficult than training a dog, I would grant you. But uh, if you want to keep a cat, you look after the cat. Stop allowing it to go all over the place. Because often they end up dead and squashed in the side of the road. And I wouldn't want to run a cat over. That was going to ruin your day as well, isn't it? So if you want to have a cat, then be responsible. And I think actually we should start bringing in some more legislation about this so that people who have cats... Uh, there'll be a lot of people who find it the most annoying thing. You've got a garden, you look after your garden, or you've got young children or babies, and cats come and shit all over your garden. They dig up, bury it in holes, dig up your plants, kill your birds. It's an annoyance. So I think it is time that people who wanted to keep cats, and, and uh, you know, I don't want to see cats hurt. I don't want to see any animal hurt. I prefer animals to human beings. But 
because I have dogs, there are all sorts of things that I can't do that I'd like to do. Uh, and if I want to do it, I've got to pay somebody to look after the dogs. If you have an animal, then you respect the animal and you realize that you cannot live a life as it would be lived without. I'm sick of it. I ought to be prime minister. There might be a chance. Well, I was thinking, you know, I nearly became London mayor and I thought, oh, but I have more fun doing what I'm doing. I'm beginning to wonder. Okay. You know, I bumped my arm. You know when you bump and you get kind of red, looks like a red blemish under the skin? A bruise. It looks like a bruise, yeah. I don't remember doing it. Well, you do get drunk sometimes. No, I don't. That was one of my dogs disagreeing. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know where I've done that. It's rather a bruise guy. It's red. <laughs> anyway, never mind. It doesn't hurt either. I wouldn't like to be the prison warden having to clean up all the shit he smears over the walls. What are you talking about? Julian Sausage. Oh, well, I forgot him. I'm not interested. He's an idiot. We're talking a lot about shit this week. Well, let's not. Um... So, uh, what, was, what was I talking about? Oh, cats. I don't know. I got into that. Oh, it was Julian Assange. Well, yes. Uh, uh, do the time and then get him out of the country. I mean, why? He's cost this people, the taxpayers of this country, millions, you know. Absolutely millions. Uh, the government have come up with this, uh, this new document now that uh, we're all going to have to stop eating meat. Uh, we can't heat our homes above 19 degrees Celsius. Uh, we have to stop driving our diesel cars and we have to stop flying on aeroplanes. In fact, quite frankly, we might as well just stay in prison in our own houses. I've never heard anything so ridiculous in my life, by the way. This isn't going to change anything. When are, the, when are these people going to actually learn? This whole thing about are we going to fight climate change? Well, we're not, are we? I mean, what, supposing we stopped doing everything we're doing, the climate is still going to change. I mean, it's, it, it is always changing. It will always change. Oh, yeah, but it not, might not change as badly. We don't know. Actually, what we've done might actually have, have kept uh, other nasties at bay for a little longer, mightn't it? You know, I'm, I'm all for cleaning our act up, getting rid of the pollution, getting rid of the waste, stopping every... You know, Britain in particular is a country that people just throw their litter on the ground still. Not quite as bad as it used to be. You don't see dog shit, we back to shit, all over the streets again. And, by the way, you don't see as many dogs roaming the streets either. That has been sorted out, so let's get on to the cats. Um, but this, this, all this, we're going to stop you using fossil fuels and, and things like that. Well, fine, we'll run out of them anyway. But uh, who's to say that what we're doing isn't going to be causing problems? I'm not suggesting we don't try and make things better. We should. You know, it's like saying, oh, I'll just throw this away because it doesn't really matter. It does. But this wish to stop people uh, living a modern life and go, I saw some of the people, I saw a lot of them and spoke to some of them uh, going on about climate change, the, uh, what's it, rebellion, climate rebellion, rebellion, whatever they're called now, everybody's forgotten. Um, and, and a bunch of scruffy so-and-sos and the mess they left behind after them uh, we're trying to get our point. They're, they're an action group that don't really reflect the views of the majority of people. I think the majority of people want a cleaner environment to live in. They want less pollution in the air. And that is happening. But Trey, we've got to ban diesels. You know, a couple of years ago, everybody said, get diesels, it's cleaner, and it's better for the environment and use less fuel. All this, you know, 
People are jumping from one thing to another. And because we have weak politicians and the most ridiculous political advisors, you know, kids become political advisors. They do politics at university. Their job is a political advisor. And this is the problem. We've got politicians who can't think for themselves, who are obsessed with being politically correct. And that actually is going to f*** everything up. So, yeah, I, I think we need to, to look after the country. We need to handle uh, the environment properly. But to go on and on about, oh, well, we're killing it and we're doing this. Look, it's going to change. What we need to realise is that people, scientists will tell you, some scientists, not all, will tell you, yes, but change takes a long time. Well, it does take a long time, but then it gets to a period where it rapidly changes, and they can tell you this from, from the ice cores and everything else. You know, when the dinosaurs were on the planet, there were no ice caps. The ice caps are the, the, the last bits of the last ice age, and there will be another ice age. And that it'll, it'll start snowing one day, and it won't stop. And that's what happened with the Ice Age. It happened quite quickly, which is why you found mammoths and humans completely frozen in the snow from thousands of years ago. I mean, there are too many human beings on this planet, that is for sure. And, and nobody said, well, maybe we need to try and encourage people not to have as many children in certain, but, but then lots of children die. You know, we have more than enough food to feed this planet two and a half times over, yet the majority of human beings go hungry. There's enough fresh water, but the majority of human beings can't get it. Sort these logistical problems out first, and you've got to get the world to do it. So here we are going on about, let's leave the European Union. We should be looking more towards a globalization of the environment than anything else. And I'm just getting pig sick of old hippies who can't dance, prancing around, trying to stop other people living the life they want because they want to go back and live in yurts and probably have a log fire. Have you got nothing to say? No, I'm still waiting for my idea of sending boats out to collect all the floating plastic in the seas to happen. Well, why don't they do it? I mean, is there, it's, it's spaced, spaced out too far, they can't get it? I don't know, if you look at some of the coastlines, there's just litter everywhere. So just send the boats around and scoop it all up. Yeah, make, make a start. I don't know why they didn't do that. I must admit... Um, just uh, as a matter of interest, before we go, going back to Huawei and this whole business, which worries me, uh, America, Australia, and I think other countries have said they don't want the, uh, any Chinese companies involved in the structure of their mobile phones, right? Correct. Uh, and the intelligence forces have said something similar to the prime minister. So why would she make the decision to let them in? Cost. There's always money involved. Yeah, but if, why would you act against what your security services tell you? I don't understand it either, because theoretically what they're saying is, is possible. Whether they would do it or not, you don't know. If it's yeah. possible, that's a threat enough. Yeah. You see, this goes back to the religious, doesn't it? You've got Theresa May and her husband wandering in and out of church all the time and smiling, uh, even though she has an unfortunate smile, uh, and, and not listening to anyone. You can't, you cannot... You cannot leave this country in a position where it could be uh, open to abuse from other countries through our IT system or our phone network. So I don't understand why she's, you know. That doesn't actually mean that, of course, whoever leaked the leak, and a lot of people said, yes, well, they've done us a favour. Uh, but you can't, you can't behave in that way. That has to be stopped. But now we all know... 
Nobody said, are they still involved or not? Nobody seems to know. I, I think they, uh, they haven't really made a decision. I think they've just given the green light for parts of the network to be okay for this uh, Huawei company to... Uh, I don't think they pronounce the H to there. It's Huawei. They make good phones. Not as good as iPhones. No. 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 Anyway, so I just wanted to, to flag that up. And if people have any views, you know, you can always get in touch with us here at JWHQ. That's the, the new address, is it? JWHQ. Yeah, I'll get to us, I suppose. JWHQ UK. That narrows it down a little bit. Yeah, JWHQ UK forward slash Earth. Earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or James Well Radio. At. I forgot. At. Gmail. Gmail. Dot com. Oh, yeah. James Well Radio at Gmail dot com. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, right. Did you want to, um, did you want to do, uh, <clears throat> did you want to do uh, Tech Talk or are you bored with that now? I can run through Tech Talk very quickly. Yeah. Uh, Tinder is getting a festival mode, which basically means that when you're next at your music festivals, it will tell you all the dates that are possible in the festival, so you can hook up there, have fun in a tent. Oh, God. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog character is a little out of a blue hedgehog. It's going to be turned into a film. It looks shit. Don't bother going to see it. It's probably not. I won't. Don't worry. Uh, Google are adding auto-delete to your web tracking history. for uh, three After three months, it'll delete all your history or alternatively 18 months. Why, why no in between? I've no idea. Or you can, of course, do it manually whenever you like. So that's uh, they're, right. they're going to do that for you. Uh, every drone and model aircraft owner in the UK could be charged £16.50 a year to register. That's a jolly good, that's a good idea. Get rid of the flipping TV licence unnecessary now because of the way broadcasting has gone. Get rid of the, the, the huge amount of money that the BBC have been allowed to make it off our backs. And we as investors, by the way, uh, in the BBC should be getting money back off them because they are making money out of our investment. Isn't that a way to look at it? True. Uh, one good thing I saw about drones was they're using them for um, organ transplants so they can get the, the uh, organs from one place to mm. another without being uh, stuck in traffic. Yeah, good idea. So that's Very a good, good idea. idea. So that's yeah. one useful purpose yeah. for a drone. The problem is people who like drones are into drones. They're a bit like train spotters, aren't they? I've had a few drones, and after a couple oh, of flights, exactly. you know, you, you're just, it's boring, it's dull. There's not much else you can do. You've taken a photograph of your house, you've gone and flown it down <laughs> the beach. Now what are you going to do with it? Yeah, well... Probably try and see into the neighbour's uh, bedroom, see what the neighbour's wife or husband's like. That is the cheap way of getting a TV licence, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, go on. Uh, I don't know why I'm laughing. I don't normally laugh at you. Uh, well, you normally laugh at me. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, Apple and Samsung mobile phone sales fall again. They're lowest in five years now. It's not looking good, really. Mm. It's because... Well, you can't expect people to change phones every couple of years, can you? No, can I can I also say Sky Mobile at this current <clears throat> moment in time? This is not an advert. Are shit, and don't go with Sky Mobile. Why? Because I 
bought a Sky contract for my daughter, who's 11, and I phoned them up and said, I want my bills to be no more than £15 a month. I want a cap on it. She can't spend more than £15 a month. For the last 14 months, it's been £15, £15, £15, £15, until I last text I got from them yesterday saying, your bill is now £27.50. So I phoned them up and I said, why is it £27.50? Oh, because she sent some emojis in text messages. You remember the thing I keep telling you, don't yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I said, well, that's impossible. I put a cap on it. And they said, well, no, nah, no, nah, you didn't put a cap on it. There's no cap on your account. I said, well, I did. Listen to the phone call back. They said, well, well, that'll take time. So I said, look, for the sake of £12.50, can you just not credit my account back, right? And give me a slap on the wrist. I'll go and tell my daughter not to use picture message. And can you put a cap on my account right now? After an hour and a half of me shouting at this poor guy in Sky, and to be fair, the guy that I was talking to was fine. It's just the policies in place. He gave me a £13 credit so I can get a free movie off Sky TV, but still refused to give me the £12 refund until his manager listened back to the original call when I first mm. took out the contract. So that's right. shit customer service. Mm. Well, there we are. I agree with you. Um, but my phone bill, 80 quid a month, wasn't it? That's because you keep sending emojis. I, I do not. I don't even know what they are. You keep sending me a whale and a smiley face every time you finish your texts. Yeah, but you're an email, aren't you? You're a, you're sorry. You're on iPhone. That shouldn't cost me anything. Yeah, that doesn't cost you anything when you do it to me. But if you're doing it to me, you must do it more so to people you like. I don't do it to anyone unless it comes up blue. Right then, you've learned. Then good. Yeah. Well, there we are. Thank you very much. Uh, have you finished? Um, I think I have. Good. Uh, Haley Sleeth has uh, been in touch. Hello, Haley. She says, uh, "Wish this podcast was longer." Honestly, Haley, you don't. That is, that is true. Just play it. Go and listen to some old ones, Haley. Um, Brian Higgins says, "James Whale just heard you on Emmerdale from 1991 on ITV3." I do remember that actually a long time ago, wasn't it? 1991. I think they were listening to something on the radio. Oh, and you were on the radio, cutting people yeah. off. No, I think, I, I can't remember what I was doing now in 1991. But anyway, uh, I was doing a, a, a spoof radio broadcast that they were listening to on Emmerdale. I'd forgotten about that, yeah. Oh, uh, maybe See if I you can find that. Maybe I'll, well, it'd be on uh, Catch Up, won't it? Yeah, it might be. But it is, they do, they do uh, old Emmerdale, don't they, on ITV3? I've never watched an episode of Emmerdale <clears throat> in my life. Haven't you? Ah, interesting enough, uh, you should do, because where the Dingles' uh, front room is, on Emmerdale, yeah. is actually where we used to do the James Whale radio show from Yorkshire Television. You know, I used to do it in what they called the scene dock, with big sort of doors and everything. Yes. That's now the Emmerdale set. It's not big enough. Well, it is for just the, the, the bit that's in there is the Dingles' front room. Oh, wow. So you could, you've just put out some more of the stuff. You could see uh, the, the exotic dancers, uh, Lynx, the stripping magician. So if I watch Emmerdale in the Dingles' room, there'll be a big James Well attached to the wall. Well, there would be if you scraped all the paint off behind it. Oh, okay. Well, they painted over it, I'm told. And the, the pallets that the bands used to stand on, what are they now? Firewood probably disappeared years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, you, you know, we saw um, Pamela Anderson, didn't we, on one of my shows as yeah. well. Back, I wonder what. I was just thinking. I wonder what some of those the the, the people look like now. There was a was it Rick Ramrod of the male stripper in one recently? Yeah, Rick Ramrod. He's there. He's uh, he's on the uh, YouTube. 
I wonder what he looks like now. The uh, Dream Boys featured regularly on the show. Yeah, yeah, nothing to do with me. It's one of our producers. Um, and then there were the Ann Summers girls. Yes. Because the gla- they'll all be sort of 60-ish now, won't they? The Glamour girls. Yeah. wonder what ever happened to Lynx the Magician. Well, that wasn't a real name, was it? It was Lynn something or other. I don't know. I, I bet she's on Facebook. Yeah, well, we'll have to get in touch. And with Rick Ramrod. You'd like him. Uh, anyway, it must probably be time for uh, questions for the whale now. Uh, oh, except one thing. Um, I was talking with Ash on my talk radio show Monday to Thursday, ten o'clock, uh, 7 o'clock in the evening till 10 o'clock, um, about an asteroid heading this way. Of course, there isn't one, and that was just, we were just sort of talking about the possibility of one. Haven't NASA done some research in, in finding out what to do this week? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, I, I don't think people need to read too much into that, do you? No, because all you need to do is just nudge it slightly. Yeah, but some of them might be even bigger. Bigger than what, planet Earth? Yeah. Well, that'd be uh, a planet coming towards us then. Oh, Lulu's snoring. We discussed this on the programme the other night, and people got worried because they thought there might be something we were trying to tell people, and we weren't. Uh, Because if there is a huge asteroid coming this way, and if there is, I don't know how you keep it quiet now, but presumably you you could make sure people couldn't sort of tell everyone. I don't know, because there'd be mass worry, wouldn't they? Be on the highways, motorways, trying to get out. The thing to do, just sit at home, you know, in your garden or whatever. People have got their own telescopes now, though, and the internet, so obviously it'll eventually get out there if nobody was to say anything. The public themselves would inform everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then everybody would be rushing around like headless chickens, wouldn't it? It's better not to know, isn't it? Yeah, you wouldn't actually know where it was going to land, would you? So you could be travelling to the place that's going to get hit. Yeah, but supposing it was so big that it was going to be the end of the Earth. Unlikely that's going to happen. It's more likely going to be a like a football field-sized bit of rock. Well, they're hitting us all the time, apparently. Not that sort of size. Anyway, let's not worry about that, because uh, if NASA's on the case, then they'll sort it out, won't they? Well, they'll sort it out for America. I don't think they'll sort it out for us. Won't they? Well, imagine an asteroid flying towards the planet Earth and the Americans spot that it's heading towards China or Russia, they'd probably just go, well, it's not coming our way. And supposing it's coming towards America, going to hit right on Staten Island, you know, right in the middle of America or somewhere, they could nudge it so it hits us. Yep. Well, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that's a good idea at all. Anyway, let's go back to worrying about uh, the pollution of the planet. That'll be far more... We can deal with that, can't we? Boats with scoops on the front to scoop up all the rubbish. Yeah, good idea. Very good idea. Uh, right, should we do questions? Uh, and then I think we're probably done. Okay. I know that Haley wants us to go on for longer, but honestly, Haley, do you think I could sit in the same room as him for more than an hour? And listen, loads of podcasts only last 10 minutes or 15, don't they? Yeah, well, the truth is this podcast goes on for about an hour and a half to two hours sometimes, and I have to edit it down to an hour. Yeah, exactly. So and I've got people to phone back. That, that is true, actually. <laughs> uh, oh. Susie, Susie Mills. 
what have you got planned for Bank Holiday Monday, James? Fancy some home brew. Good stuff, I've been told, but I don't drink it myself, but she does brew it. Well, that's very kind of you, Susie. I'd love to come round for some home brew, but uh, I think, unfortunately, uh, I'm kind of busy because uh, I'm working. I'm, I'm doing my radio show for Talk Radio Monday evening. I'm also working for Talk on uh, Saturday lunchtime, one till four in the afternoon. So I'd love to come over, uh, but on this occasion, I just can't. That's your stock answer for everything, though, isn't it, really? Well, I'm I'm busy. I'd love to come, but I'm busy. Yeah, yeah. Well, because that's the truth. Well, it's not really, is it? I mean, if I phone you up and says, look, I'm having a bit of a barbecue, and you say, well, no, I'm busy, I'm sorry, I'd love to come. And then I phone you on the day and say, where are you? You go, oh, I'm in the garden. And? Well, you're not really busy. Then I'm busy in the garden. <sighs> My garden takes a lot of time. Yeah, but I, you know, I'd love to... I don't want to sit in your garden, it's shit. <laughs> Have you seen my garden? Yeah, you keep sending me pictures. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's 90% concrete now. Well, Friends of the Earth will really... And I'm not going to go to a, a garden that's helping to uh, uh, to change the climate. I mean, honestly. It's concrete, and therefore it's clean and tidy. It's not clean because it's concrete. Well, You what, have dogs. What pollution is my concrete putting out? Well, oh, I can't be asked to talk about it now. It's just disgusting. It looks like it's just horrible. Yeah, who could concrete over an acre of garden? I didn't want to mow it. I didn't want to weed it. I hated the flowery things that flower everywhere and drop the petals everywhere. I just want it clean and tidy. A broom, that's all I want. Mm, well, lucky you. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Marnie Nayer. Not the girl I was in the Big Brother house with. Uh, don't think so. Okay. She was just called Marnie. All right. Well, she must have had another name, but I never knew it. Hi, James. Hope you are well, my friend. That's very nice. Hmm. I, uh, we don't even know each other, but now we're friends. That's great. Uh, what are your favourite countries to visit? Italy and France. And uh, I quite like Portugal. And Spain's all right. Um, Scandinavia is quite nice. Uh, uh, where, where else have I been? Prague. That was nice. Have you been to Croatia? No, but apparently it's a bit like Italy, but just a bit further away. Okay. Uh, Mallorca's nice. Been to Mallorca. I think I've been there. Is that where Palmer is? Oh, Very nice there. city. I like Palmer. I've like, been there for years, but yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, I enjoyed my uh, mm. one and ever holiday there. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. And the UK's quite nice, Barney. So enjoy it. Where's she from? Uh, uh, the UK. All oh, right, okay. Uh, Darren Moss. Hi, Darren. Did you have steak last night? No. Uh, but when he wrote that, it might not have been last night. It might have been the night before. I haven't had any steak for about two weeks now. Okay, so the answer is no then. Yeah, that's why I said no. Uh, Daniel, are you good at accents? If so, let's hear it. I can do a canny Geordie accent like one. Aye. If you want any more, you're going to have to pay for it. Okay, Colin Watkins, what's your favourite wine? 
Ah, it depends on the food, depends on the temperament, depends on the time of year. I like a nice full-bodied red wine. Uh, and I like uh, a nice white wine as well. Um, Gewürztraminer, or however you pronounce it, I quite like with curry. It's a very good fruity white wine. Uh, I like Sicilian white wine. is really nice. Some Sicilian white wine is nice. So is Lebanese white wine and red wine. Uh, Greek wine is great. I like the Domestus uh, or Domestica. Uh, it's not Domestus. And, uh, just I like lots of wines. Don't I have Retsina as well? Yeah. That's very uh, woody. That's nice too. Yeah. Not a nice wine. I like I like a good uh, wine, but you can't say which is your favourite. Um, I uh, uh, Val Policello is a very nice red wine I quite like. Um, and uh, Chateau Neuf de Pape, if you can get a good one, there are some bad ones, you get a good one, that's really good too. That's my wine of choice. If I was to pick a bottle, it would always be a Chateau Neuf. Would it? Yeah. I didn't know you drank. If I drink wine, that'd be the one I always reach for. Ah, and in beer, um, I have a, a very tasty beer. I don't like the warm English type of beer, but I like uh, can 1664. Uh, I like a Peroni. I like them in bottles better than in draft. And uh, um, Bira. Would you go yeah. out in an evening and pick the food or the wine? Well, that, again, is, depends on how you feel and what is on the menu, what you fancy. But uh, I would probably pick the food before the wine. Okay. All right. That's interesting. But that's an interesting question and quite a good one from you. Steve Lewis, can I have another free jingle? Now, I need to remind you that last time you sent him an invoice for 150 quid for the last one, which he hasn't paid. So technically, he, he's not getting another free jingle, but he's. can you give him another What was jingle? his name? Uh, Steve Lewis. F*** off. There's his free jingle. He can use that as much as he like, royalty-free, um, for whatever he wants to use it for. No, he can't. What, he has to pay for, to be told to f*** off? No. You will have bleeped that. Right. Uh, so you can edit that, and then he won't be able to use it as a jingle anyway. Well, he can, but it'll just be beeped. Phil Evans. Do any of these... Chris's younger brother. I thought that was Zig and Zag. Do any of these diehard protesters in London work for a living or just sponge off the state? The latter. Karen's homemade. She's sending me a little thing me bob. A thing me bob? Well, she makes uh, she makes cushion covers and uh, thing me bobs and things, and she's uh, made one with whales on, and uh, and she sent me a cushion with whales on, which I have in in my uh, sunroom. So she's sending you a thing me bob. Well, I think that's what you call it, a thing me bob. Yeah, a thing me bob. Well, I, okay. <laughs> well, I look forward to seeing your thing me bob. Mm, good. Uh, her question is. Why do Jehovah's Witnesses think it's okay to knock on doors and try and preach their beliefs? If I wasn't polite, I'd love to tell them to F off. That's polite. Oh, I do, and they've been targeting me recently. Uh, they won't do it again, though. Uh, Sam Bailey. Is that the singer? I don't know. Could be. Skyscraper, I think, is a uh, top hit. She used to be oh, an right. ex-prison officer. That's right. She was on X Factor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She asked you out for a drink, and you ignored me, Mr. W. When was that? 
because of the way this process works, you put the question out on Facebook, ask me any questions you like, and then she yeah. asks you a question. In order for her to answer that question, she mm. you would have to put something out on Facebook again to get the answer. I can't give you that answer right now. So that sort of ends the uh, process, really, unless you want to just mm. assume. And she that... said she asked me out for a drink and I ignored her. Yes. I don't remember being asked out for a drink. I mean, as long as I'm not expected to pay, I'm I'm usually quite keen to go. The, the real answer is, it doesn't really matter if you get ignored because he'll say, no, I'm busy anyway. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. And how do we know it's that Sam Bailey? It could be a bloke called Sam Bailey. There's only one Sam Bailey, surely. Well, I think you better do some investigating and find out because if it's the real Sam Bailey, I wouldn't want to offend her. Because of equity, you can't have more than one Sam Bailey, can you? Yeah, but you can have people pretending to be people. There's loads of people pretend to be me. That's true. I caught one out on Facebook the other week for you. Did you? Yeah. You, you... didn't tell me that. What happened? Uh, somebody called uh, Jame Whale and using your photograph. Really? Yeah. <laughs> trying <laughs> what to were they doing? They were trying to sell something. Really? Bitcoin yeah. trading. And were they saying, I thought it was a good idea? Yes. And were they from some foreign country? I couldn't tell, but they no longer exist on Facebook. Good. Okay. And that's what happens to anybody who tries trolling or copying. We have the technology to do what governments seem to be unable to do. Don't mess with us. I think we're going to get into trouble with uh, Disney one day, though. Why? Because I send Mickey Mouse around to sort people out. Yeah, I don't think that's what he's designed to do. Well, I think it's quite funny. Um, anyway, listen, I think we should go. Uh, thank you very much indeed for the feedback. And you can you can give us more. Jameswellradio at gmail.com is my email. Get in touch. Be always nice to hear, even from the nutters. And uh, I think Rob's loaded some more of my old TV shows up as well. Yeah, I've, I've, I've added a few. I uh, What was the last one? Um, heavy Metal and Satanism. Really? Mm. Gosh, I don't remember doing loads of these, but okay. All right, thank you very much indeed. I think it's time to take the dogs to the pub uh, because uh, really today when we record this is my day. I don't have any other work today. That's it. I'm, I could do with somebody taking me out for a drink, to be honest. Well, I'll take you out for a drink. Would you like me to come and take you out for a drink? No, I'm busy. I'm sorry.
listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.